You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's get you ready for the playoff rematch between Houston and New England with Cordell's old friend and college teammate at Colorado, Ted Johnson from Sports Radio 610 in Houston, three-time Super Bowl champion with the Patriots. Ted, thanks so much for taking the time. Let's start with your takeaways from Deshaun Watson's starting debut. Short week on the road last week against the Bengals, and he won the game with that dazzling run. Hey, yeah, Brian, Nicorell, what's up, brother? It's good to be on with you guys. Um, yeah, that was, you know, look, one, on a short week uh, on the road, when you consider the fact that they had, they had uh, Brian Cushing was suspended, Dwayne Brown, his starting left tackle, hasn't showed up. Um, you know, I had three tight ends uh, on concussion protocol. Uh, there was a lot of things going against that team uh, on the road when you consider the Cincinnati Bengals in week one got waxed too, so their backs were against the wall. Going to their place on a short week with all those factors factored in, I thought it was a, it was a pretty good performance. It's not going to be pretty, you know. It's not going to be pretty. It's uh, you know the, as of right now, you know they're just starting. His the clock for his his pro, you know his uh, kind of development has started now. You know they did not have Sean Watson splitting reps with the ones during training camp. It was not an open competition between the two quarterbacks, him and Tom Savage. So that slowed his development. Um, but now that he is in there, there's no going back to Tom Savage. Cordell will tell you that. You can't go back to Tom Savage after you've gotten this far with uh, Deshaun Watson. So his development process has started now. So I'm curious to see with 10 days between the, uh, the Cincinnati game and the Patriots game, what new plays we're going to see. I'm, I'm guessing we're going to see a lot more boots, a lot more you know, half rollouts, maybe some read option type plays, and then some play action off of that. So that's what I'm, I'm, I'm expecting. And that's what really, frankly, needs to happen. Um, you better show the Patriots something you haven't showed them before if you have any chance of winning up there in Foxborough. Go Buffs, by the way. But uh, Go Buffs. Would, you, would you say that um, if you're a defensive coordinator, uh, to game plan to take away DeAndre Hopkins? Because you would have to assume, because he's your better piece on the offensive side of the football outside of Lamar Miller, of course, running between the tackles, uh, that he may target a DeAndre Hopkins more just to find a rhythm and be a little bit more comfortable because he's such a young quarterback. He's going to try to go to someone he trusts most. Yeah, no, Correll. I mean, there's the problem. There's it's he's had 30 targets uh, D Hop in the first two games with uh, 14 receptions, and it's it hasn't been you know it hasn't been the most production uh, from a guy who's the highest-paid wide receiver in the league at this point. Part of that is because there's been no other options, Cordell, Brian. I mean, there's just no other no other guys on this team, really. Braxton Miller, he's – I don't know what's going on with Braxton Miller, but he's, you know, he's got to figure this thing out because he had a big drop early in the series, first opening series against Cincinnati last week. He's been a non-factor the last couple of years that he's been there. There just isn't really other options. And so, to me – what you have to do, because in the Patriots took out DeAndre Hopkins last year. They played week three last year in Foxborough, and they, all they did was play cover two, and they put a guy right up in the D-hop space. Uh, they were physical with him, and teams don't care if they get holding calls against DeAndre Hopkins. They just want to get in his head early and frustrate him. And then they got a safety over the top always, so it allows corners to go up there and be physical with them. And then they shut down everybody else. And they got to get the running game going, man. Not only Lamar Miller, but Dante Foreman, the third rounder out of uh, University of Texas. This guy's a bowling ball butcher knife, man. He can run between the tackles, and he's got explosiveness uh, to turn the corner uh, on the edge, too. So, to me, number 27, Dante Foreman's got to get more of the lion's share of the carries, particularly early in the game. 
So that sets up play action. So that can get D Hop, you know, more, uh, you know, more space because right now he has trouble getting off jams. He has trouble getting separation, and so more play action passes will help uh, his cause in that in that area. Ted Johnson is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Let's focus on your specialty defense. We know about the talent defensively in Houston, number one in total D last year, even after J.J. Watt went down with a back injury. But, Ted, do you think they're missing Vince Wilfork this year, who's retired and could wind up in the Hall of Fame? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, don't, I really don't think there's a big, uh, big drop-off between uh, Vince and, and D.J. Reader. All due respect to Vince, you know, he was having a hell of a career and a Hall of Fame career. But he, you know, he he lost a step, and DJ Reader, who's filling in for him, is, is to me is 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 going to be just fine. He's uh, he's he's a he's a kid on the rise. I think they'll be just fine. And they got two stud middle linebackers, Bernard McKinney, uh, and then Zach Cunningham. And that's the guy to watch, guys. Number forty-one, Zach Cunningham. He's a rookie, second rounder out of Vanderbilt. He's going to be asked to cover those backs out of the backfield. And good God, they have they have some versatility in that backfield. The Patriots do with Deion Lewis. You know, Rex Burkhead, James White, who had 14 catches in the Super Bowl last year. So those two guys are going to have to handle those running backs, particularly in the passing game. Um, but, you know, what? I think they're stout up front. Now, the front seven, I counted them as the best in the NFL. I did. Um, but they haven't shown it in the first two weeks. Zero sacks combined between J.J. Watt, J.D. Clowney, and Whitney Merciless. And I think one thing is to, uh, that's interesting to watch, you guys, is that they got J.D. Clowney, who's supposed to be this transcendent player three years ago. We all remember. I mean, there's this, this is a once-in-a-generation kind of player. Well, he has yet to live up to that hype. I mean, he had a nice Pro Bowl season last year playing defensive end in a 3-4. Now they have him playing outside linebacker in this 3-4 defense, and they're asking him to do more coverage-type stuff. He looks confused. He looks uh, at times lost out there. Um, as opposed to, you know, every play last year, defensive end, putting his hand in the dirt and just going to get the quarterback. They have him ask, they're asking him to play outside linebacker now, and I think it's taken away his stinger. He doesn't look as effective. Now, it's still early. He can improve uh, a lot, you know, from now until the end of the season, but that's just something to watch as well. This team has been able to find ways to win, whether it's going with two or three quarterbacks in the season, uh, particularly that position especially, uh, but or even – winning with their defense with turnovers, creating good field position and just kicking field goals. When you look at this football team with Deshaun Watson, is this the way you need to stay throughout the entire year and not go through this carousel of quarterbacks going in and changing of quarterbacks in and out, how Bill O'Brien has done over some time? Yeah, we're done with that, Corey. We're we're done with the quarterback carousel. You know, number four is our guy. Let's not look back. We're only going to look forward. And so you have to gear the entire offense around him. You know, this, this city has been just, I mean, waiting for a quarterback that's, you know, competent and that is, you know, more than competent. They can come in here and give this, this city hope, and they just haven't had it. They really haven't had it. I mean, the end of Max Schaub's career ended with a thud here, and then it's just been a rotation of, of quarterbacks since then. And so Deshaun Watson, it, it gives you hope, and it gives these players hope, too. And, you know, it's not going to be pretty. Uh, it's not going to look good at times. It's going to be real sloppy. But the one thing that he has, and this permeates Cordell, you know, being a quarterback, superior confidence is what his superpower is. Deshaun Watson has unbelievable poise and composure at critical junctions in games. He doesn't, he doesn't freak out, man, and he always seems to do the right thing. I trust this guy. I really do. Um, whether it's running with football in the open field, whether it's making good decisions. Now, he almost threw two interceptions the other night, but he did it. You know, and, and he's a guy that can overcome his mistakes. You know, he, he doesn't let bad plays get in his head. 
So that confidence will probably you – know, it's going to permeate throughout the entire uh, franchise and fan base. And when we drafted him here, the fan base went nuts. Everybody was so happy that they went and got such an accomplished player in college. And I talked to Dabo Sweeney after the, after the draft. He said he will transform the culture here. That's what kind of player he is. So we're all excited to see this transformation because it's been a long time since they've had a competent quarterback here in Houston. And as you know, Watson had 30 interceptions combined the last two years at Clemson, still made it to back-to-back national title games, won the national championship. Ted, last one for me. Texans have won back-to-back division titles, but there was some off-season speculation about Bill O'Brien's future. Do you think drafting a player they hope will become a franchise quarterback like Watson will keep O'Brien in Houston? Yeah, that's that's kind of what you're thinking, right? I mean, it's, you bring in a kid, and you can he's a quote for his quarterback development, and he's you know it's it's probably bottom. He's got one more year on his deal. Maybe it's bottom a, a couple extra years. You know, there's been talk about you know who's got the power over there, who's got the final say. You know, everybody wants to assess blame, right? That's what we do in this world, um, and everybody wants to know whose fault is it for you know the, the issues on this team. You know, and I think the biggest majority of the blame should be really directed at Rick Smith. I think Bill O'Brien coached his ass off. I do. I think he's a damn good football coach, and I think he does the best with what he's given. Um, I think a lot of the problems come down to personnel, and that's a Rick Smith problem. That's not a Bill O'Brien problem. It's a Rick Smith problem. So uh, whether the, the higher-ups, you know, the owner sees it that way is, is to be determined. But to me, Bill O'Brien can coach his ass off. He does a great job with what he's given. Um, and so, it's you know, there's a lot of – money in salary, salary cap space that they didn't spend on offensive line. Offensive line is a huge issue. There's depth issues at wide receiver. They didn't bring in any uh, veteran, which I thought they should have, you know, some grizzled vet to kind of balance out the youth on this team. They didn't do that either. So we'll see what happens after the season and how the season goes. A lot of that, you know, a lot of it's going to be determined whether or not Bill O'Brien is, uh, you know, signed on for extra years or not. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.